from the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Top of the morning to you. It is a Friday and it is game day. <laughs> Good morning, Tom Warden and Ryan. We're glad you're with us uh, as we get ready for this Friday. Week two of the Texas schoolboy football season. And uh, week one of the college football season, and still no NFL football. But we'll have it next week. So, anyway. Uh, Ward, how are you? Outstanding. You got uh, your uh, Temple Wildcat blue on? Yes. And the white? Mm-hmm. That's It's kind of how they roll, isn't it? I mean, you see blue the front, white, back. You see the front of the pant? It's blue. You see the back of the pant? It's white. Always thought that was the coolest thing. It is. Now it's on the field. Is it really? Mm-hmm. The new field that they will debut tonight. What do you mean it's on the field? They have a watermark across all the, the way down the field that says really? blue front, white back. Really? Mm-hmm. How cool is that? Yeah, it looks great. How cool is that? Good stuff. They call it a watermark. I don't know what it's actually. It, it doesn't matter. If, as long as you can see it. Mm-hmm. You, know, just, you can't see it when you're on the field, but you can see it from the stands. Well, good. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's where it needs that's to the, be seen from. That's the coolness of it. That's yeah. why they call it a watermark. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that is pretty cool. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. And you'll have that Temple game tonight yes, on will. Fox Sports Central Texas. 7 o'clock pregame? 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 kickoff. Kick huh. Ryan, you've got a 6.30 pregame and a 7 o'clock kick on 104.9. That is correct. The University Trojans will be traveling up to Fort Worth to, to take on the Eastern Hills Highlanders. 6.30 pregame, myself and Darren Burroughs will bring you the action of their Week 2 matchup. All right. And I'll be next door. Well, not next door. Next, I wouldn't mind being next door. It's the golf course. Right. But on the other side of the golf course is Waco ISD Stadium. Mm-hmm. And I'll be there for, I think this is the Derek Johnson Classic. It is. There you we, go. we are efforting to have Derek Johnson at halftime. I think we may have that for you, but I don't want to promise. You never promise things like that because no, you never know. There's a million moving parts when you have, you know, the Ward White's classic. Ward may not make it to the to the radio booth. That's right. There's a lot of things going on with the Ward White's classic. Mm-hmm. But we'll have the Derek Johnson classic tonight. Look forward to that. So, ah, uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Then our Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show. Do you know, I was going to tell you this, I, there is another school in Central Texas that wanted the those type of pants where you have the color in the front and white in the back, and they're hard to find, by the way. You just don't pick up the phone and call them no. and just order them. No. Uh, those are specially made. Yes, they are. And they have been for many, many years. Yeah. Uh, now there is one major company that will do it for you, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting how, how, I wonder how that came about. Do you know the story? I, I did. Um, but I, I don't know the exacts to the story. There was a coach that 
implemented it. And was it before Bob McQueen? Yes, it was. Yes, yes. And I I don't remember the. I hate to tell the story because I don't remember all the logistics to how it came about. Huh. I was told the story a few years ago. Yeah, I I, I think that would be a cool little research I, project. I will. Will you effort will, that? I'll find out tonight, and I'll have that for you next week. Because I, I want to get the names right. I, you but know it, what would be it, cool? It came, it came from a coach. I don't know. I'm going to throw you under the bus right here live on the air. Wouldn't it be cool if we could get Bob McQueen on the show next week to tell the story? Could we do that? I could ask him. I'll visit with him for well, about he, 30 minutes tonight. He'll be there, right? Yeah, absolutely. What a superb human being. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Terrific coach. Oh, outstanding. Yeah. That'd be fun. You don't get the field named after you if you're not a great coach. That's right. In that town where football is kind of important. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. All right. Uh, did you watch any football last night? <laughs> yes. Yes, I watched quite a bit. Did, by the way, did you get any rain? No. I did. Well, good for you. I sat on the back porch. Yesterday evening, Mm -hmm. when I finished working with Matt Mm Mosley, and just kind of sat down and decompressed and watched it rain. Yeah, we had a good little shower. And didn't get any. In parts of town, it was a driving rainstorm. How about that? Yeah. And yeah, we we got another solid rain shower at my house. Good stuff. Good for you. Good for your yard. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. When they say scattered showers. It's scattered. They mean scattered showers. you get any rain? No, not in Whitney. Got a a bunch in Burleson. Yeah? I I did go up to Fort Worth yesterday, and it was torrential up in Fort Worth. Yeah, I I mean, I saw it moving across Fort Worth. It was red when it was moving across. Yes, it was. When it was moving across the Metroplex, but yeah, uh, we got good. I, I was contemplating, you know. Of course, I was tired yesterday. We got uh, we got here, you know, like we do early. And then I, uh, being the nice guy that I am, I worked for Aaron yesterday, and um, worked with John Morris at at three o'clock yesterday, and worked with Matt at four. And by the time I got off, I was a little tired, and I saw the the those clouds. Mm-hmm. They were kind of ominous. <laughs> well, by the way, I need off for my birthday. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that taken care of. Uh, so I said, you know, self, you don't want to drive all the way out to Mart, which is not that far, by the way. And and have it and just, called. Yeah, and, you know, they go into a lightning delay or whatever. But so speaking of which, they, uh, well, guys, they won handily. Now, I'm just, the question, you know, it it begs the question, just how good are they? And I know. How about good? I know that they're ranked number two in the state and all that stuff. But, man, oh, man, here's what I like. Here's what I like about them. And I haven't seen them play. I've talked to Coach Hoffman several times this year already. But here's what I like about them. Last week, they gave up how many points? Zero. Mm Mm-hmm. This week, they gave up how many points? Six. Hmm. And that was, I believe, late. Defense wins. Championships. They certainly do. 
So you could talk about all, you know, that, yeah, they've scored 54 and 41 and all that stuff. But when you are averaging giving up through two games, three points a game, you've got a chance to win a lot of football games. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's exactly what I took away. I, I, I read that score and I, and you know, when you go through, I, again, I think the score came late. Uh, I, well, think, I mean, I think at, this is look another at any championship team. I mean, yeah, it, they have a good defense, m- many, many, many more times than not. Well, national championship for UMHB last year. You know what they averaged giving up a game? Nine, wow, nine a game. That's through the playoffs. That gives you a chance, doesn't it? It gives you a chance to. Well, to win. It, and look, let's let's be honest. Baylor was the Big Twelve champion a year ago, and and they did the same thing. They were a defensive minded football team. Absolutely, make no mistake about it. They win the Sugar Bowl, and again, it's a twelve win team, and it's a twelve win team because they play terrific defense. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to the offense. Well, the defense won them a Big Twelve championship. It certainly did. Made the play of the of mm-hmm. the year. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Defense wins. And, you know, you go back to teams like the Chicago Bears when they won the Super Bowl. Oh, my. Was that – I mean, you want to talk about defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's that's what it comes down to. Well, if if they can't score, they can't beat you. Yeah. What's, what is the best defense you've ever seen? Any level? Uh, Boy, that's a great question. Hmm. That Bears defense was pretty good. I was going to say, man, that Chicago Bears defense, I don't know. I, you didn't get to see him, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> I, I almost, I, but I do almost have to say, because it was up close and personal, that UMHB defense was pretty stingy last year. I mean, it was, they made some very big plays, and they just shut people down. I mean, they threw some shutouts, and and, and you know, even even that Harden Simmons game when they fell behind twenty-one to nothing, which it was big plays that created mm-hmm. that, came out of the locker room second half, and I still wish I would have been a fly on the wall, but they shut them out the second half. You know, it, it just absolutely shut them down. They didn't get a first down, so it it that was a pretty pretty salty defense that. I got to see up in personal. So I'd, I'd probably have to say that I've seen in person that defense last year with UMHB. Last night. But March, that Bears defense. I mean, you remember. Yeah, oh. Just astounding. Yeah, and they would rock you. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just playing good technique and all. They mm-hmm. would rock you. Absolutely. Uh, last night, I think they said March's defense gave up 16 yards in the first half. 1-6 in the first half. How about that? <laughs> Now, I'll tell you this, and, and I don't know if people That's will, unbelievable. I, I don't know if, if the Mark Panther fan base will agree with me or not, but, you know, the years that Quan Cosby was there, and, mm-hmm. excuse me, they were winning championships, they won the state championship, and then the next year lost to, uh, I forget who they lost to, uh, up north, can't remember. Uh, but anyway, when they, they played one year, I think they played, I think it was Boyd. Uh, at uh, in in the Metroplex for the state championship, but that year, uh, that I think it was Quan's junior year. You know they were terrific on offense, and they got all the headlines because you well look, you know what kind of player he was. Mm-hmm. 
But I'll tell you this, I thought as good as that offense was, I thought they were equally as good, if not better, on defense. And let me tell you, everybody on that defense would strike you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't come across the middle in the secondary without getting one in the ear hole. They were as good, in my opinion, defensively as they were offensively. So, and great. a lot of the same guys played both ways, yeah. you know. And great teams do that. Yeah. And they Boy, they were good. And, and I know that the offense got, you know, a ton of, well, and rightfully so. Well, I, okay, yeah. you, you want to talk about an offense getting a lot of the credit and go back to the NFL. Those, those Cowboy teams mm-hmm. under Jimmy Johnson, as good as those offenses were with Emmitt Smith and Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin and Harper, Harper and, and all the weapons they had on offense. And, yes, they, they did, you know, light up the tote board. But that defense was pretty damn good too. Would you would you go across the middle with James Washington in that secondary? No, of course not. I mean, there's no way. No. Big Cat was, you know, all those dudes, man. They had, they had a good defense You're at right. that time, a really good defense. You're right. All right, uh, boy, we're off and running, talking some football with you. We're going to get into some of the college games from last night. Look ahead to Saturday. We're going to do that. Coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. I mentioned we had rain. I think there's rain in the forecast all weekend long, isn't there? Well, it, yeah. We we may be in for some delays. Oh, today don't and say tomorrow. that. Don't yeah, say that. Possible. What do we got? Showers and thunderstorms likely after 5 o'clock today. Mostly cloudy. Highs near 86. Very little wind out of the south. Chance of rain is 60%. New rainfalls amounts of a quarter to a half inch. Showers and thunderstorms likely before 8 o'clock tonight. Mostly cloudy. Lows down around 75. East winds around 5 miles per hour. Chance of rain tonight, 60%. Tomorrow, showers and thunderstorms mainly after 8 a.m. Highs near 85. Chance of rain and thunderstorms tomorrow, 80%. And showers and thunderstorms again tomorrow night. Lows down around 73 Chance of showers and thunderstorms on Saturday night, 80%. Well, you're the bearer of bad news <laughs> uh, when it comes to, you know, I can do the shower part. Yeah. It's the thunder part that I didn't like come, that you said. Mm-hmm. Thunderstorms, huh? Yeah. Yee. All right, 714, but it is a football Friday. We're off and running, and we're back with more of Game Time. Your first word in sports coming up next. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This was a hardcore drink that he had. Aaron, do you know what I'm talking about? Can you pronounce whatever Aaron Rodgers was drinking? Apparently, the NFL has said, no, this is not on our banned substance. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. All right. Do you feel like the show would be better if I tried some ayahuasca? I think people already think I might be on something during these shows. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. In just a few days, 
today's area schools start again. At Morrison's Gifts, we have the perfect solution for the students on your list. Choose a personalized John Hart backpack or a lunchbox, now 20% off. How about a luggage piece or a Consuela or Lola brand bag or purse? Need a clear bag for football and fall sports? Morrison's has the style and size to fit your need. Great dorm room gifts as well. Remember, we can ship to your student anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive next to Jason's Deli. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems. I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I'd been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their arch supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. An agent for 31 years, Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options, whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance and retirement planning. And Joe is proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was a Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo plays baseball there. Call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972 972- 771-8051. That's 972-771-8051. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new Hey, sports fans, Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room is the best place in Waco to watch all the sports action. Old Chicago offers a world of discovery with our scratch-made pizzas and tossed wings and our 110 local and legendary craft beers from down the street and around the world. Stop in to enjoy your game day and catch your favorite team and game on our TVs. Whether dine-in, curbside, or delivery, get game day ready at your neighborhood Old Chicago. Old Chicago, where pizza and beer are best friends. Visit Old Chicago Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service and Good Feet. It is 718. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Guys from the CNC Collision Center text line, we get this. How about the Tampa Bay defense with Brooks and Sapp and Lynch? That was, you know, it's a good. It was a good squad. That D was mean. And uh, the lead to uh, Legion to College Ball, the uh, West Virginia Pitt game was fantastic. West Virginia was oh so close to beating a ranked team. Pitt was number seventeen last night. Just like West Virginia 
uh, University will be a tough game for everyone in the Big 12. Uh, quite honestly, I thought West Virginia was was marching to win the game. Ward, I mean, they were moving the football against Pitt, and they throw a pass out along the sideline, and it went right through. I mean, it was a perfectly thrown football. I don't know how you how you throw it any better. Uh, it hit zero right in the hands. Unfortunately, it went right through his hands into the hand of the DB, and he goes the other way for, I don't know, 45, 50-yard touchdown, and Pitt wins the game 38-31. I mean, that was gut-wrenching from West Virginia's standpoint. Yeah, you better watch out for West Virginia because I really liked what Graham Harold has done with that offense. It's creative. He, uh, very. It it they're they're gonna be you're gonna have to deal with them. It's just plain and simple. You're gonna have to deal with Graham Harold in that offense, and that's you know I I he he does some things that that you just go oh wow that was that was cool. Whether it worked or not, mm-hmm. you could see the ideas. And he's going to take his shots, and he's going to get the ball into playmakers' hands, and they're they're going to be fun to watch. They really are. Wish he'd have went back home. Ah, <laughs> uh, what what's your takeaway with the Oklahoma State Cowboys? They build a huge lead against the Chippewas. Yeah, when they got that big lead, I kind of checked out and never checked back in until late and went to look at the final score. I was like, well, looky there. I So I don't know if they they may have gone the route when they got that big lead and said, okay, we're going to, like we've talked about even with Baylor coming tomorrow, that it it's time to get these guys that are probably going to be wearing a red shirt. They're one of their four game time's in to get them a taste of college football. I'm assuming that's what happened, but I don't know for sure because, again, I they were up, what, 50 to 13 at Something one like time? that. And I, yeah, I think and a lot I, of it – And think, I checked out. I, I think a lot of it has the, oh, we're comfortable, and then you lose that, 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 that edge, that intensity. I, I think that had something to do with it. And, you yeah. know, that's, that's, that's human nature. You I mean, build Sanders a big, goes for six touchdowns by himself yeah. last night. I mean, I, they – they looked they looked really, really good yeah. early in that ball game. Up and, and again, down the field. I, I I would just assume that it's hey, we, we got we're gonna we're gonna see what we have and so let's let's go through and, and let some of these young guys play. Has to be that. Okay, so did you see the end of the Purdue Penn State football game? Purdue's gotta learn how to finish. Oh, oh my goodness. They've got the lead and the football with six minutes to go in the contest. And they don't quit throwing. They don't run the ball a single snap in that drive. They don't eat up any time whatsoever. And they punt the ball right back to Penn State. You know, and I get it. Coaches say, hey, we're going to be who we are and we're going to live and die by the sword. you got to be smarter than that. You just do. I get what you're trying to accomplish but you can't be so stubborn to say we're who we are and not be able to finish a football game. And, and, and that's if you're going to be that way, you're going to lose a lot more games than you're going to win. They could not end the football game. They couldn't end the game with what they were doing. So they punt it back to Penn State. And the, 
Nittany Lions, they don't move it, and they pump the ball back to to Purdue, and I think there's like four and a half minutes or something like that, and they ran the ball exactly on that possession exactly one time. And what did it force Penn State to do? Call a timeout. Then after that, they went right back to throwing the ball and or trying to throw the ball. They got sacked a couple of times. And they pumped the ball right back to Penn State. And man, oh man, Penn State goes right down the field and scores. They mm-hmm. couldn't. And you're saying, well, that's that's their offense? Well, I'm telling you, you better find something in your run game that allows you to to at least force your opponent to burn up their timeouts. They didn't. Yeah. You, you got to be able to finish games. You just and, have to. And they couldn't. And you got to get first downs, and you got to move the chains, and you got to force them into calling timeouts, which is what you're talking about. They didn't. And they couldn't. They, they absolutely couldn't do it. Two possessions at the end of the football game, and they they don't they don't move the ball, and they don't burn time off the clock, and they don't force the opponent to burn but one timeout in those last two possessions. Stop it. You've got a chance to go tick, 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 and move the ball. But they they couldn't do it. And Penn State goes the other way and, and scores. So a game that I thought Purdue should have won ends up in a Penn State victory. And there you go. Uh, let's see. What else happened last night? How those Tarleton Texans do, guys? They got a win. Opened up the season. How about that? Yeah. Did you go, Ryan? Did you go to the game? No, I didn't go. I, I did have it on ESPN Plus, though. Watched probably the first three quarters before I crashed. 29-13. There you go. So now they got 10 days to get ready for the Frogs. Mm-hmm. There you go. I will be at that one. Okay. All right. So that'll be uh, – that's do, do, we don't, do we have a kick time for TCU and Tarleton? Uh, 7 o'clock. There you go. All right. So, uh, and, and there were several games last night, but I don't think anything just really, I, I didn't glance at all the scores, but I don't think anything really jumped off the page. But UCF I, took, uh, took, took uh, South Carolina State to the woodshed, 56-10. to 10. Really? Mm-hmm. How about that? That is, that is a little interesting. Yeah. So, Keep well, what has day. happened to South Carolina? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. UCF's not a bad football team, but you you would think South Carolina would give them more of a game than that. Yep. All right. It is a that's a, and and again tomorrow it is Baylor and Albany. Mm-hmm. We'll have the broadcast. Got college football tonight too, along with our high school football. TCU at Colorado. Does that interest you? No. Doesn't Colorado? Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see. What I want to see what looks TCU like. looks like. Yeah, I agree. It's not going to be much of a game. No. I don't think. Colorado's think, not very good football oh, team. Oh, they're bad. They're bad. I, I, and let me just tell you this. There's a, <laughs> and this is interesting. Uh, the the march in the U.S. Open for Serena Williams will continue. I don't think anybody banked on that, quite frankly. But she's into the third round. Mm-hmm. ESPN says, uh-oh. They've got a college football game on ESPN tonight. Pump the brakes. No, they don't. They just moved their college football game to ESPN 2. And Serena and her match at 7 o'clock will be on ESPN. So TCU got bumped. 
Whatever game it is, I don't, I don't know. TCU in Colorado at 9 o'clock tonight. Uh, on e- that's the only one that's on ESPN. It's now uh, on ESPN, too. Wow. Now, Western Michigan and Michigan State is on ESPN, two at 6 o'clock. ESPN, three has Eastern Kentucky and Eastern Michigan. William and Mary and Charlotte will be on ESPN three as well. So you got two games on ESPN three. I don't know how they're going to pull that off at six. I think that's the plus channel, isn't it? ESPN three. Isn't that ESPN plus the streaming thing? I don't know. Cause they have some on plus too. Oh, do they really? I don't, I've never heard of ESPN. 3. I haven't either. Look, ESPN, could that be in you? Could it be you? ESPN U has Virginia tech and old dominion tonight. Huh? So, but I was watching the football game last night and the announcer, yeah. uh, he, he said it, he said, Hey, because Serena's playing, we're moving our game, uh, the, the football game. So I wonder if Western Michigan and Michigan state was originally scheduled for ESPN at six with the double header of TCU and Colorado coming up at nine, probably. And now that's on ESPN two. Yeah. Maybe that's the one they bumped. Could be, could be, but because th- th- she plays that, th- well, you know what? She plays it. Is it seven or six? It may be seven Eastern, six Central. I don't know. I think that's I bet it. That, I bet that's what they did. Yeah. They moved that game, and TCU will still be on ESPN. All right, the nightcap. There you go. All right, it is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Time to uh, time to get the latest news and notes of the Cowboys with Christy Scales, and it's brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. You can check them out at richardcar.com. Hi everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The reigning defensive rookie of the year boldly states his goals for his career. You'll hear from Michael Parsons after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Practice this week is focusing on the regular season opener when the Cowboys host Tampa Bay, which means one of the bright young superstars in the league, Dallas linebacker Micah Parsons, goes against the GOAT, Bucks quarterback Tom Brady. Yesterday, Parsons told reporters he doesn't want to be anything short of number one, the best player in the league, and he wants to also be feared by opponents. But he's also humble enough to know he's not there yet. In the end, you know where you got to be, and you know where you want to go and how last year felt. So I was preparing for what I'm about to do this year. 40-year-old free agent left tackle Jason Peters visited yesterday. The personnel and athletic training staff continue their due diligence before the team makes a decision on adding the nine-time Pro Bowler. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. 
Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254 883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Week two of the high school football season is underway with Mark blowing out Marlin 41-6. Tonight, Temple hosts Willis in the game you can hear on Fox Sports Central Texas. Waco High is at home against Dallas W.T. White. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The Big 12 season started last night with Oklahoma State out scoring Central Michigan 58-44 and West Virginia losing to Pittsburgh 38-31. Tonight, TCU plays at Colorado and Kansas is at home against Tennessee Tech. The bullpen gave up four runs in the ninth as Boston walked off the Rangers 9-8. Game two of that series tonight. You can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 733, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. We mentioned uh, the Mart Marlin game last night. Mart uh, winning. Handily, 41-6 to to move to 2-0 on the season. Time now for us to go through some games from around Central Texas. Boy, and there's some dandies coming up tonight. So, Ryan, lead the way, and let's see what we get done here. So, firstly, after week one, the standings are Aaron sits at 10-0. That's cheating. Somehow he cheated. He cheated. (laughs) It says 10-0. He's No, he's not. He cheated. He cheated. He's disqualified. You and him are in cahoots. <sighs> okay. Yeah, y'all are y'all are trying to win the prize and share the prize, and then how am I at third at six and four? Oh well, you're just helping uh, Aaron. Yeah, oh. y'all are yeah. gonna go eat the hamburger yourself, right? Leave me and Tom and <laughs> Matt out of it. Oh, right. By the way, Matt went zero and ten last week. He did. Yeah, he was every disqualified week he, every week that he doesn't pick. Oh, and ten. because he's a stubborn. He goes zero and ten. So yeah. put him down for zero and ten. He's in this thing. Yeah, whether he likes it or not. So if he wants to be known as zero and ten, Matt. But I'm thinking that's probably what he would have been anyway. Probably anyway. I mean, you yeah. Know, so then, <laughs> so so you, you you need to take initiative and and be sure and text him. He better pick today because he's zero and ten. He has some ground to make up. Okay. What yeah. do we got? So our first game will be your game, Tom W T White here tonight at Waco High to take on the Lions. Who do you have, Tom? 
<sighs> you know, <laughs> I don't know, but I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Waco. I'm gonna think that they've uh, they made some improvement and got some got some players back. I, I might add as well. Uh, Wt White's on the on the yellow dog coming to Waco, so I'm gonna take Waco in this one. Ward, I'm taking the Lions. Full confidence. I am as well, and Aaron is the only one going with W.T. White. Our second game will be my game for tonight, University at Fort Worth Eastern Hills. Ward, who do you got in this one? I got the Trojans. Me too. As do I, and again, Aaron is the outlier going with Eastern Hills. And then our third game will be Ward's matchup with the Willis Wildcats with a K at the Temple Wildcats with a C. Aaron has Temple, and I have Temple. Tom? I have Temple. I'll take the Wildcats of Temple. Now, I'm going to tell you, and I want to report. This is going to be a really good football game, folks. And I want to know about this quarterback, this this all-world quarterback that Willis has. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I want your first impressions when he trots out for for pregame because apparently he's very – I mean, he's – He looks like Cam Newton. He's the real (laughs) deal. Yeah. He's the real deal. So I want to, as Coach Stewart said, he could eat corn off the top of Coach, Storm, uh, Coach Stewart's head. <laughs> so with that, all four of us have That's a visual. <laughs> all four of us have the Temple Wildcats winning tonight. Our fourth game will be a Colleen School matchup: Chaparral at Shoemaker. I have Shoemaker along with Aaron. What say you two? Shoemaker. Uh, oh yeah, Shoemaker. Shoemaker across the board. Next game will be a top 10 matchup in 2A, Centerville at Crawford. I'll take the Pirates. Ward? Give me Crawford. I'm taking the Pirates. And Aaron does as well. Crawford across the board. And then oh, boy. Here we go. A very, very exciting game He's here. next two. Waco Connolly at Waco La Vega. Tom, who do you got in this one? I wish we could. I wish on a on a night like tonight for this game, I wish we still had a tie. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, boy, both of these teams are very very talented. Simply because it's in Belmead, I'm going La Vega. Ward, La Vega. I agree, and mainly because I mean Connolly did put up 65 points last week, but La Vega held Cannondale to seven. So defensive advantage in there at home. I'll go with La Vega, and Aaron agrees. And then probably the top matchup in 3A, not just in Central Texas, but across the entire state, Lorena at the West Trojans. Ward, who do you got in this one? Lorena. <sighs> this is number five versus number nine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lorena. And then Aaron says Lorena. I am the outlier in this one. I'm going to go with the Trojans at home. Then this next one. The Hillsboro Eagles at the Whitney Wildcats. Who do you got in this one, Ward? Give me the Eagles. Hillsboro. I'm taking Hillsboro. Aaron takes Hillsboro. And I'm going to be a homer. I'm going to go with Whitney at home. Their home opener with Coach David Haynes Jr. Are you trying to win the thing or not? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Then our second to last that game. That made him mad. <laughs> <laughs> Valley Mills at Holland. Ward, who do you have in this one? I'm going with Holland. I am as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, they played – they lost to Burton, a top-10 team, 21-18. Mm-hmm. They're consistently in the playoffs, winning 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 games. I mean, Brad Talbert uh, has done a tremendous job down there. I'm going Holland. 
And then Aaron is the outlier in this one. He'll take Valley Mills. And then our 10th game of the week two pickums, Rosebud Lot at Wortham. Tom? I'm going with uh, the Cougars of Rosebud Lot. Rosebud. And Aaron and myself agree. Rosebud Lot across the board. And that is the week two pickums. Ah, some fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we again, you could. Uh, there's a couple of those games. Flip, you know, heads, mm, heads. Yep. I'm going this direction. Tails, I'm going that direction. Right. I mean, really. I mean, I. I in in we've talked about this a million times, but at the end of the night tonight, Lorena and West will both be better football teams yes. for playing each other. And Conley LaVega will too. I don't think there's any question about it. And that's why they play each other. Those coaches know, hey, this is a terrific matchup. This is a opportunity for us in non-district play to continue to to play high caliber, high quality opponents and uh, in preparation for that district run and, and, and beyond district play. I mean, all four of those teams have eyes on the prize. Uh and so I think you know I think uh, for those guys it uh, it's it's a great it's a great matchup so good stuff there Should coming be up fun. yeah coming up at the top of the hour we're going to talk some more high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine up next though we're going to get a uh, we're going to get a preview on tomorrow night's game uh, at uh, at McLean Stadium it is it is Albany I didn't say you Albany by the way it's Albany and the Baylor Bears and we'll talk to uh, Ricky Thompson. And that's coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, but we welcome into the program from the Baylor Bear Insider, Mr. Jerry Hill. It's game week, Tommy. <laughs> you know, here we go. Uh, most positions are, are settled by now. You think about it in, uh, you know, January 1, 2022 was the last time they've played together. So, uh, yeah, it's been a long wait, and, and I, I think everybody's ready. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. 
Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. What does home look like to you? Do you think of curling up on the couch and binge watching your favorite shows? Cooking a gourmet meal in your well-appointed kitchen? Hosting a party in your backyard by the swimming pool? Then let Regency Park Properties show you the way home. With over 35 years combined in real estate experience, let John and Ellen Derrick help you discover your next home. Call them today at 254-777-8510. That's 254-777-8510. Regency Park Properties in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Week two of the high school football season is underway with Mark blowing out Marlin 41-6. Tonight, Temple hosts Willis in the game you can hear on Fox Sports Central Texas. Waco High is at home against Dallas W.T. White. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The Big 12 season started last night with Oklahoma State outscoring Central Michigan 58-44 and West Virginia losing to Pittsburgh 38-31. Tonight, TCU plays at Colorado and Kansas is at home against Tennessee Tech. The bullpen gave up four runs in the ninth as Boston walked off the Rangers 9-8. Game two of that series tonight. You can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson, presented by Alliance Bank. Seven forty-five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us, and we're joined now by Ricky Thompson. Ricky, uh, you may need the rain gear, but no matter what, we open the season. Uh, tomorrow night at 6 o'clock at McLean Stadium, and I guess the excitement level is pretty darn high for, for everybody concerned. Well, it really is, and I think we've gone all summer without rain, and then we're calling for some storms tomorrow, but everybody needs to show up. This is uh, – guys, we're just nine months removed from a Sugar Bowl championship, nine and a half from the Big 12 championship. And it gets here pretty fast, but I'm excited. I think this team – can really do some nice things this year and I'm looking forward to it. What do you what do you impressions do you want to see tomorrow night against Albany? Well, Ward, I think obviously this is a game that they've got to win. Uh, this that's not an option, but I think they need to do it pretty clean. I don't think we need to see a lot of penalties. Remember early last year we had a couple of games with 11, 12 penalties, and then we turn around and play a game with zero. Uh, I don't know that you have to play it with no penalties at all, but I think you've got to play it clean. The other thing I think that's really important in this game, on the offensive side of the ball, 
is to get the receivers and the running backs in this game and active and making plays. What you've got a receiving core that has what four catches, maybe five. I don't know that I've ever seen that. Uh, it's not that the talent's not there. They've just had guys ahead of them that were really good. And I think we saw how well Taquan Thornton was doing and New England before he hurt his collarbone. Uh, the guy could really run 4-2-8. But uh, through the spring and the fall, there's guys out there that can make plays and there's guys that can run. Uh, we'll see how Presley outside, Monterey ball. Uh, this kid in the slot is scary. Uh, he can run, and I saw a play after play where a cornerback coming up to press him didn't even get a hand on him. So, But practice isn't a game, and I think we've got to see game action with those guys. So I think it's really important for that end of the ball to play well and for those guys to get game experience. Ricky, how, do they, how does the offensive staff balance? I mean, look, Blake Shapin – is making his third start, his first as the starter. Uh, how do they balance getting him enough snaps in that role and, and getting drones into the game so he can have a little, you know, a little playing experience before they go play BYU? Well, I think that goes back to what I was talking about initially. This is the game you, you should win. The talent level will be on the Bears' side, much greater than what they're going to play against. And I think you've just got to perform. You can't go into this game half-heartedly and think, we're going to win. You've got to go out there and put this game away. And with that, you get drones in the game. You get some other receivers in the game. You get other running backs in the game. You get the second line up front in the game. I know they'll switch that out some anyway at these positions. But I think that's how you do it. And I think it's really important. Uh, Shapen, I'm not worried about Shapen. If he plays a half or three quarters, I think that's fine. That's enough. Uh, we've seen what he can do. The main thing from him in this game is stay healthy, know when to run out of bounds, and know when to hit the dirt. This defense has some holes to fill. Do you feel confident that they will be able to address some of those early in this ball game and, and then get some of that depth, the work that they needed as well? Yeah, I think I think we know the front seven is going to be really, really good. You've got Afu in the middle, got Gorman Randolph playing an outside linebacker at six seven two sixty. Uh, Matt's moving into the inside to play with Dylan Duell. I just think you're really, really talented in your front seven. I think you're good at corner. We'll see about safety. I know that's not necessarily a concern. It's an area of some inexperience back there, and I think. That's a really important position to watch tomorrow because the next week you're coming into a team that's got eight guys back on offense and all the receivers, and they're going to throw the ball with a quarterback that's got a lot of experience through for 300 against us next year. So I think tomorrow's really important for the secondary and particularly the safeties to watch how they play, how they cover, and hopefully they can get a lot of guys on that side of the ball with some game experience as well. Talking with Ricky Thompson from the uh, Baylor broadcast team. It, Ricky, a couple of times you've you mentioned talented players and, and young talented players. Is the program now, in your opinion, is it at a point to where they're not looking for players to, to fill positions but just trying to determine which of the talented young players are going to win the job and step up into those open holes? I, I think it's getting close, uh, Tom. I really do. It's 
the talent level here over the past two to three years, I think, has has dramatically shifted uh, to the positive side. Uh, I don't remember a time when we've had this kind of people, particularly defensive line, too deep, an offensive line that's all back. Uh, you had to make a choice at quarterback between two guys that were pretty good. And we've talked about that time and time again, what Aranda did with the quarterback position and how I think that's created a lot of weight with players that come in here in the future to see how he handled that. So I think that was great. Uh, you, you have to depend on drones now. That's why we need to get him in the game. But, yeah, I think we've just got kids stepping in that can really play. Uh, remember how Presley was a kid that initially committed to us, went to Auburn, and then came back. So uh, he was a highly soft kid. He had Armani Winfield outside who was a four-star receiver. Uh, he's backing up. He's going to play as a true freshman. So, yeah, I think it's talent-wise, you're fine. You're good. You're plugging guys in that can really play. It's just experience. Ricky, how do you feel about special teams tomorrow? Well, we've got all our field position guys back there. You've got kicker Hankins, uh, Rauschenberg, who kicks the ball out of the end zone on nearly every kickoff. Power, what, 43 yards of punt last year. I think you're good there. Uh, uh, I've watched some. I didn't see any issues with snaps. They look good. So, I, one thing let's look for is they've got Monterey ball and returning punts, and I think kickoffs as well. But this kid's going to break one. Uh, we saw Ebner take one back against Iowa State. Ended up being the difference in the football game. So, He's got the ability to go the distance. And when you can score on special teams, I think we know that changes the football game. So that part of it, I'm really anxious to see him returning kicks. Any concern about leadership on the offensive side of the football? I mean, you got, uh, you know, a guy stepping in at the quarterback spot. Again, this is now his team. Uh, any concern? In, in, in And they said he's done a, a tremendous job in leading this team in, in practice, but you know, it's when the lights are on, any concerns at all there? No. I think all they've got to do is watch him play. And I know quarterbacks, some are pretty vocal, some aren't. Uh, Blake's done a good job of stepping up in that regard. But these players have a ton of respect for Blake Shapin, and I don't think leadership is a problem. I think that is taken care of. I think he'll do that. I think – when they see the way he plays in a game, that'll even step that up. And he's comfortable enough now that if he needs to say something to one of the guys out there that needs to step up, I think he'll do it. So uh, I'm not concerned about Blake's leadership on the offensive side. And then defensively, I think the guy you're looking at there is Dylan Doyle. And uh, what a career this guy's had after transferring out of Iowa, grew up in Iowa City, just a major change in his life and has he ever stepped up and done everything you could have expected out of him and did some and he's so respectful of that fact and glad that he's here so I think if I pick two guys that's the two I'd pick as the leaders on offense and defense Ricky it's going to be fun look forward to it tomorrow night appreciate your time as always and we'll visit with you again next week yeah, I'm really excited. It's going to be a fun night. See you guys tomorrow. All right. There goes Ricky Thompson. 
Uh, He'll be working the sidelines on the Baylor broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Ricky is brought to you by Alliance Bank Central Texas. 755, John's got today's Baylor sports beat, and then we'll talk high school football with Greg Tepper. That's all straight ahead from the Allen Samuel Studios here on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, volleyball and soccer in action last night, while football takes to the field tomorrow at McLean Stadium. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. During the Labor Day sales event, you can take your pick, a new 2022 Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger, and receive 0% for 72 months and no payments for 90 days. If you're a first responder, you get an extra $500 off your purchase. High-quality vehicles from a dealership with a hometown feel. Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Go gold with Baylor Athletics and be the gold factor across each of the conference home openers this season. Fans are encouraged to help create a statement and wear exclusive Go Gold apparel from the Baylor Bookstore. Make a visual impact. Get your gold today. Current dates include volleyball versus TCU on September 21st, soccer versus Oklahoma on September 23rd, and football versus Oklahoma State on October 1st. Tickets are available on BaylorBears.com tickets. Go gold and Sikkim Bears. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Heading into our first full weekend of athletic events in the fall. Although volleyball and soccer are on the road, football at home tomorrow. Baylor Volleyball opening play in a tournament hosted by Pepperdine last night in Malibu, California. They drop a 3-1 decision to the Pepperdine Waves. Baylor takes on San Diego State coming up later today. They'll play Cal Santa Barbara to end their tournament play tomorrow. Baylor soccer in Houston. They're headed home with a 3-0 win over the Houston Cougars. Second win of the year for Baylor soccer, their first road victory of the season. And they are back home Sunday evening, 7 o'clock at Betty Lou Mays Field, hosting the Iowa Hawkeyes. Baylor football home on Saturday at McLean Stadium. Their season opener hosting the Danes of the University at Albany. Senior center Jacob Gall, one of those ready to get the season underway. Yeah, yeah, coming here uh, year six for me. So I'm always excited to get the, get the week one and get to play someone new uh, besides our defense. So I love preparing for a new team like this uh, at the beginning of the season. But what have you seen from you, uh, Albany? I'm, I mean, they, they play hard. Uh, they're, they're not a bad team, I don't think. I think they play hard and uh, they're pretty gap responsible. So I think they're a good team. Jacob Gall and the Bears hosting the Albany Danes coming up on Saturday evening at McLean Stadium. Our coverage here on ESPN Central Texas begins at 2 p.m. 
The Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show on the air at 4 p.m., the first hour of which is also televised on KCEN-TV. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff for the Bears and the Danes on Saturday. Television for the game on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from McLean Stadium and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. They have it all at Deadfish Grill. Great food and atmosphere, signature cocktails, and a perfect view to complete your day. Their menu features seafood steaks, burgers, catfish, and chicken fried steaks. Some of the best seafood entrees in Central Texas include coconut shrimp, gumbo, oysters, Cajun pasta, and salmon. And ask about Sunday brunch. Come catch a bite and enjoy the sunset. Deadfish Grill on beautiful Lake Belton. Check them out at deadfishgrill.com and on Facebook. Is $4 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook? Afraid of how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then head out to the Real Texas Gun Show in Harker Heights Event Center September 3rd and 4th. They have all types of firearms and all the ammunition you need. It's air-conditioned and family-friendly. Bring the kids. Head out and check out the new freeze-dried food vendors for long-term food needs. The Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, September 3rd, 9 to 5, and Sunday, September 4th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. All right, 8 o'clock, straight up and down. If you're an 8 o'clock, you are late. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it goes. Uh, it is 8 o'clock here uh, on this uh, Football Friday. What time is it? 8 o'clock. Okay, thank you. <laughs> on this football third time in the in the break right. sorry i told you i'm tired uh, it's it's eight o'clock uh, we welcome into the program greg tepper from tape campbell's texas football magazine greg good morning how are you well i'm good can i get a time check yeah absolutely <laughs> it is 801 and you really are late now so okay, yeah. Yeah, well, that's good that's, that's that's a relief i just you know i I didn't know my watch sometimes is broken. I rely on you guys to let me know. Uh, all right, Dave. Uh, down, uh, uh, Dave, uh, Greg, down here in our part of the world, we got two really terrific football games, and I want to talk about them in just a minute. But I want to discuss something that we've been discussing for the last couple of days. Martin Marlin had to move their game to Thursday night, and uh, the reason given uh, is a shortage of game officials and. Uh-huh. Man, that's a, and that seems to be a problem all across the state of Texas uh, for this great game that that we love so much. It, it absolutely is. If you want to, like, there's there's a lot of every year. There's a lot of hand wringing about Texas high school football, and there's always these things that that crop up when NIL started. For example, everyone was like, "Oh, well, this is this is an existential threat to, to Texas high school football." Well, no, it's not. Not really. You know, this, that, and the other. You know, whatever one kid transfers to IMG Academy, oh, it's an existential threat to Texas high school football. No, it, it's not. It's going to be one or two kids. You know, it, it's 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 Texas high school will be fine. If you want to talk about an actual existential threat to Texas high school football, the official shortage is one of those things. I mean, this is something that, you know, look, I don't know if anybody's out there is is out there going to the game dressed as a referee, wearing the referee jersey with the referee pom-poms, but we need them. We got to have them out there. They're they're, they're absolutely essential to the game. And uh, the Texas Association of Sports Officials has had a 
They have not been able to replace the, the, the name of the game is that they, they've got older officials that they have not been able to replace with younger officials. The, the churn rate has been too high. And so they are actively always looking for, for people to go out there and get trained. In fact, my boss, the president of our company, the president of Dave Campbell's Texas football, Adam Hockfeller, signed up to be an official. He, he worked a down box at a, at a game on week one. And, and so if you are interested in, in being involved in Texas high school football, you know, make a little bit of scratch. You're not going to get rich, but you know what? You get to go out there, have fun on a Friday night, get a little bit of exercise. Uh, you can absolutely go to, to the, the, the TASO website, TASO.org, and, and, and sign up because that is something that you are going to see more and more, especially at the small school ranks, uh, because generally speaking, those the, the, the quote-unquote better crews get assigned to the bigger game, to the big school games. And so, yeah, we've seen a handful of those uh, over the past couple of years of, of preeminent games being moved simply so that they can get what they perceive to be a better officiating crew. Greg, biggest surprise in week one of high school football last week? I mean, there was a lot of them. It, it was, it, it's always wild, and we were talking about this around the, the office, that you know we've spent six months just like digging into Texas high school football and trying to predict the season, things like that. And you feel like you have a good grasp on it. And then one week rolls around and you're like, do I know anything about high school football? Um, and, and so there were, there were, there were a handful of them, you know, one of them, I think the big shocker of the week was probably Denton Ryan losing to new Braunfels. Now this is a decent new Braunfels team. We have them the third place in their district in, in a six, it's a six day over five. So I don't want to go too crazy, but at the same time, I think it's fair to characterize this as the most disappointing loss for Denton Ryan in at least a decade. I mean, this is a really shocking loss. them. And by the way, they've now played the number one team from Arkansas this week. Owen two is certainly not outside the realm of possibility. There was that, you know, the other one that I'm really interested, I was really interested in, and I think it, it, it aged particularly well last night Last week, one that flew into the radar was Houston C.E. King out of the Sheldon ISD. They absolutely drilled Crosby. Okay, uh, 63 to 7 was the final. They did everything they wanted. And there's two things that are interesting about that. I mean, Crosby's a state ranked team. They're really good. Um, we, we think, you know, there's two things interesting. One, Crosby went out last night, last night in week two, and beat Fort Ben Marshall who is a state-ranked team in 5A Division Two, And so we know, at least we have a pretty good feeling, that Crosby's not lunch meat. So what C.E. King did is pretty impressive. Secondly, the most important thing here is that C.E. King tonight plays at Allen. And you want to talk about a team that did not have a great week one in Allen where they got launched into an active volcano by the number one team in the nation in St. John Bosco out of California. So I'm not saying it's going to happen. But this game tonight between C.E. King and Allen needs to be on your radar because there is some serious, there's a serious potential that Allen not only drops to 0-2, but they drop to 0-2 at home to start the season. And you mentioned Allen, and uh, boy, that uh, they just can't start 0-2, can they? Uh, it's been a while. I would need to look it up. I, I, I want to say that they haven't been 0-2 since and certainly before the uh, the Kyler Murray era, it might be back in like 2004, 2003, since they were uh, since they were uh, 0-2. Uh, it's been a while because they they typically start hot. They typically you know go you know take a deep run, and they've been particularly good at home. Now, look, there's a good excuse to this. St. John Bosco is out of California. I mean, they're a wrecking machine. They are they're an all-star team, is what they are. I mean, I, I'm not. 
I don't mean that in any sort of diminishing way. They're an incredible football team, but they don't operate in the same kind of way that Texas high school football operates, plain and simple, where it's much more of a community, you know, a, a team, teams who live in, guys who live in town. Um, this is, but at the same time, you've got a number of teams that could start 0-2 that would be pretty shocking. Alito, for example, plays Denton Geyer tonight. They're going to be pretty big underdogs if they drop to 0-2 this, tonight, which I think would, would be their fate. They were at least, favored to go 0 and 2 um then they would uh, that would be the first time since 1991 that Alito was 0 and 2 Brock last night lost to Wichita Falls Hershey two losses to two teams that are bigger than them in both state ranking Hershey and Pleasant Grove I'm not I'm not throwing dirt on Brock but they're 0 and 2 for the first time in program history um I mean there's a number of teams Cedar Hill looks like they could be 0 and 2 Shiner could be 0 and 2 Refurio could be 0 and 2 uh, there's a lot of high-profile teams out there that started the year ranked that that we still have high hopes for, to be clear, but could start with an ugly uh, goose egg in the wind column after two weeks. Temple has Willis tonight at home, home opener for the Temple Wildcats. This is a good Willis team coming into Wildcat Stadium. Yeah, I, I like this Willis team. Um, I think that they've got an outstanding quarterback in D.J. Lagway, who is, is certainly worth the price of admission, and he showed out in their win over Brian Rutter last well, last week. Now, that's a 6A over a 5A, but they did really mean things to them. Uh, it's going to be a really nice test, I think, for Temple defensively because this is a high-powered offense there uh, at, at Temple, or rather at, uh, at, at Willis. And, and for, for Temple, you know, look, I'm, uh, week one, it's hard to parse a whole lot of things from it. But last week, uh, I think it's fair to say that the, uh, against McKinney, the offense had trouble getting out of the mud. It just kind of was a little bit stuck in, in, in neutral for a lot of that game. Look, you don't apologize for wins. They don't ask how, they ask how many, and they got the win. They're 1-0. But I would like to see that offense kind of uh, step up a little bit more and, and, and take, a, take a step forward. They, sh- they should be favored in this game, especially at home uh, in front of what's going to be a raucous crowd there at Wildcat Stadium. Um, Temple should be the favorite. But this is, a, this is a, a, an offense at Willis that can certainly challenge them. And to me, it is a, an opportunity for Temple to prove that last week's offensive struggles were more rushed than any sort of serious long-term issues. Got a couple interesting games here in, uh, in Central Texas. We'll begin yeah. uh, with uh, Conley and La Vega. The, you know, uh, they're, they're about a mile and a half apart. And so uh, mm-hmm. they've met, to say the least. Yeah, and, and you know, this is a this is an interesting uh you know game where two teams that I think we had we had kind of uh, kind of reserved uh praise for coming into the season. We were kind of uh, a little bit of, of wait and see, for example, because on the Connolly side, uh, they lose Trey Weisner. Trey Weisner uh, uh, their star running back transfers to DeSoto, and I think there was some sort of thought like, uh oh, well. Uh, there goes Conley. You know, they're going to take a huge step back. But I think you forget they got guys like Kobe Black. They got guys like Jelani McDaniel. Uh, they've got big-time playmakers all over the field. And they were excellent last week in their win over Mejia. Now, again, that's a 4A over 3A, but they looked excellent. La Vega, you know, is a team that, you know, it's been a couple of years since they were really in that elite, elite category there in 4A Division One. I. I mean, that's a high bar to, 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 that's a high bar to clear. But, you know, last week they looked the part of that elite, elite team. Bryson Rowland, their running back, uh, it was outstanding. Uh, you know, we, we kind of wondered who's going to step up offensively for them. They were exceptional last week against a, a, a against a top 10 Kennedale team. It looked really good. Um, and, and, and of course the defense was fantastic per usual. Um, I like La Vega in this one. I think that that running game is going to continue to be able to, to turn a little bit. Uh, this is a really interesting game, a good measuring stick game 
for both of these teams, two teams, two coaches who, by the way, are not afraid to schedule tough. I mean, I know that this is basically just like a local derby to, to borrow a phrase from across the pond, but at the same time, this is, this, this is a, a good, a good measuring stick for both these teams. I think both of them can get a lot out of can Lake Travis bounce back against Steele tonight. I got to be honest. I don't think so. I, I think Steele's going to get them, and I'll tell you why. One is for on the Lake Travis side. Last week against Martin, they were without Bo Edmondson. They are unlikely to be without be without, or they are unlikely to be with Bo Edmondson tonight. They're starting quarterback, so they're going to have at least some sort of backup. We don't know exactly what Hank Carter is going to roll out there. Now it wasn't that huge of an issue. Uh, their quarterback stepped in, performed fine. They ran the ball really well with Nico Hamilton. The issue for them was that they gave up more than 300 yards on the ground to Arlington Martin. Well, here comes Cibolo Steele, fresh off of a really impressive week one win at the Alamo Dome over San Antonio Brennan. And they ran the ball really well with Jaden Bailey. They had an outstanding game from their quarterback, Chad Warner. Uh, This Steele team looks like they're for real. And uh, look, this is one of those things that, that look, in the playoffs, uh, these two, the two Austin area powers, Lake Travis and Westlake, have absolutely owned San Antonio. But I do wonder if there's going to be a little bit of a flipping of the script here, because I, I think that right now, as these teams stand at this moment, Steel looks like the better team, uh, especially considering Lake Trout is going to be without their, their starting quarterback. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, there's a possibility you never count out Lake Travis, but I'm looking at Steel as a potential, you know, uh, I don't even know if I would consider it all that much of an upset. I think this is a Steel team that is playing exceptionally well and a Lake Travis team that we have some questions about. Talk to me. Let's uh, get back in the heart of Texas for a second. Talk to us about Lorena and Wes, a couple of top 10 teams going at it in 3A. Yeah, you know, Lorena lost last week to China Spring, but, you know, they did that last year, and, and that kind of seemed like things worked out okay for them. Um, they were – this is a Lorena team that – you know, look, last week they, I think they just played a, a bigger team that's a top – three team like you don't you don't necessarily get get upset with what they were able to do west flew much more under the radar but i was actually pretty impressed with what they did last week at godly uh you know that's a that's a, a 4a team they went on the road to a 4a team and got a win but this is in my opinion the significant step up in competition uh, from what they played last week even though that was a 4a godly team uh there's a west team that of course wants to win on, on the defensive side they have a couple of offensive playmakers that have emerged especially at the quarterback spot where they're kind of they're kind of growing into that. That they're filling in some some uh, some holes from last year. Uh, the early returns for David Woodard's bunch are good, uh, but this is a this is a, uh, in my opinion, a step up in competition for them. And so that's going to be really key for them is, is how do they handle what is going to be a, a, their toughest test uh, to date. The other thing that's interesting for uh, for for West, and this is pretty rare for a three A team, but this is their last non district game. Remember, they are in a I believe it's a nine team district, and so next week they get a bye week. And then it is right in the district play taking on Whitney. So this is the last get right game for David Woodard's bunch. Uh, and so I, I would imagine that you are going to see as crisp a performance as they are able to put out there because they want to be ready to go for district play next week or in two weeks. Rather. I realize we haven't even gotten a district yet, but just how good is the Mark Panthers? Yeah. Um, so last night they beat Marlin and they beat him like a drum. They looked really good. Uh, and, and, and I, I really, you know, look, Mark is, is back. They were, they were never gone, but they're definitely back. I mean, that's two really nice wins by, by a combined score of, let's see if I can do 95 to six. 
um, including a, a 3A team in, or rather a 2AD1 team in Marlin that we had high hopes for. So I have no issues with Mart. I think that they're going to be right there in the mix. I think they've got to be, you know, one of your, your favorite in Region 3 once again. And if Region 4 is taking a pretty clear step back, which it does look like, uh, Fall City is, is, is down bad right now. Um, this is, then I would say Mart looks like a team that can make it to the state championship game. On the other side of that, though, there is a conversation to be had about Marlin. Marlin was a team they were everyone's darling heading into the year. They, everyone loved this team coming into the season. Well, Darian Gallette gets hurt. Uh, they're, they're starting quarterback. Uh, you know, have a four-star prospect that he gets hurt is a transfer in the TIG to, for, for his first final senior season. Um, but he's not going to play football. And, um, and, and now after two weeks, they are 0-2. Uh, one of them, you know, last week they lose to Crockett. And, 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 hey, shout out Crockett. Good win. But that is not a team that Moron should be losing to. And then to go out there and to get, to get blistered by a team that is smaller than you, I've got some red flags about Marlin. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to wonder what's going on there. They can certainly figure things out and iron things out. Nothing, nothing, is, nothing is, is, is written in stone at this point, but they've still got Crawford and district play coming up here. Um, there's, you know, I, I, I trust, I trust Ruben Torres to get things, to get things going, but the start has been pretty rough for the Bulldogs. Greg, what do you got going on with uh, TexasFootball.com, And, uh, what, 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 what are the key games tonight, uh, for Bally's that you guys are going to be covering? Yeah. You know, uh, TexasFootball.com, we've got, uh, you know, the whole state covered, uh, including the first week of college football. So we're going to be scattered all across the state for all the big college football games. Uh, covering that as well, but but all the high school coverage you could possibly want at TexasFootball.com. You know, Valley Sports Southwest, uh, it's the first week of football Friday, and so we will have our four-hour live whip-around coverage from 7 to 11 p.m. we got uh, we got reporters stationed at all the big games, including down there in y'all's area. We're going to be at Crawford and Centerville, um, which is a top-five uh, 2A matchup, which is really interesting. Two teams are going to take lumps out of each other. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, that's on. So it's six hours of live coverage with High School School Board Live following at 11 o'clock. So I will be up late. So I'm going to try to get a nap. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Greg, thanks. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye. See you Bye. later. He's going to get a nap. 816, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. And we do have rain falling here at the studio. So uh, if you're out and about, be careful. Road's going to get slick. But uh, we, uh, we will continue with our program game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in sports next. The West Coaches Show with David Woodard is brought to you by Bush's Chicken, Chevy of West, Citizen State Bank, Sakura Ford, West Feed, and West Rentals. Coach, coming off a 42-20 victory over Godley to open the season and a nice way to open the season for your team, both offensively and defensively. Yeah, it was. You know, we had a really good night. Uh, you know, uh, was able to, to make some plays on both sides of football. And, and of course, just like in your first week, you're going to make some mistakes and, and, and mess some things up. But, uh, you know, we, we had great effort and just really proud of our kids and coaches for the, uh, you know, effort they put forth all last week to prepare and then to be able to go out and, uh, you know, get a win in that first game. What was your biggest takeaway from the game as far as things that your team needs to work on? Uh, you know, number, number one, we got to get in a little bit better condition. Uh, you know, it's uh, – there's no shape like game shape, and you know, you need those times to play yourself into that shape. And so, uh, you know, it's it's imperative that that we, uh, you know, use another week this week to try to get ourselves in the condition. Uh, uh, being that this is our last non-district game before we start district, and so uh, you know, that's the biggest thing. Number one, we got to get into into shape, and and then two, we just got to just be a little bit more consistent in our play on both sides of football. And uh, you know, if we do those two things, uh, you know, I like our chances. 
Now, you talk about that last non-district game, which is tonight against defending state champion Lorena. Not only are you playing the defending state champion, but they're coming off a loss, so they're probably not going to be in a great mood. Probably not. You know, they're a really good football team. Uh, Coach Biles and his staff, they do an unbelievable job with, with the kids and getting them in the, in, in the best position for them to be successful. And so, uh, you know, it's going to be a tough one for us, but, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those games that you, it's a measuring stick to see where you're at. And, uh, you know, we want to be in that conversation with those guys as to, as to, as to being one of those teams that's going to play football in December. And, uh, you know, if, if, if we want to do that, then, then we've got to work to play those guys. And so, uh, you know, looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, hopefully it's going to be a, be a good matchup for us. They have a ton of talent on both sides of the ball. They have a receiver committed to Baylor. Talk a little bit about them offensively and defensively. They have a ton of talent on both both sides of the ball. You're right, and and it all starts with them up front. Boy, their offensive and defensive lines are really, really good, uh, physical, athletic, and and are able to control the line of scrimmage. And you know that 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 part of the game right there puts a lot of pressure on you to be able to. Um, you know, do the things that you need to do to be successful. And so, uh, you know, offensively, they're, they, they're, they're balanced. They do a lot of different things. Uh, and, and it starts with those guys up front. And defensively, it's the same way. You know, those, those front four control the line of scrimmage, allow those guys in the back end to play. And, uh, you know, they, they, uh, they do a really good job with what they do. ESPN Central Texas. Hi, Leo Pacheco again, and all roads lead to Chevy of West during the Chevy Open Road Sales Event. Save big on everything when you find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City, or online at ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. Hi, Leo Pacheco again, and if you're looking for a certified pre-owned vehicle, Chevy of West is the easy choice with big savings and low monthly payments when you find new roads to Chevy of West or online at ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lift, ditch witch, sky track, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. 
This is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our, our family, family makes the difference. difference. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling and Foundation, Myatt Fuels, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. 823, welcome back in. This is game time. Tom, Ward, Ryan, and <laughs> Steph. Why are you giggling? I'm just happy. <laughs> I'm just happy. Happy she's, Friday. She's happy to be here. I'm happy. happy. Happy to be anywhere. <laughs> happy, happy, happy. 820. Stephanie, what do you, uh, Stephanie from Sales is here. What do you got for us this morning? Another story. So yesterday, I was telling you all about the blinker fluid. Mm-hmm. So in Charlotte, North Carolina, NASCAR regrets having to suspend one of their drivers for a violation regarding windshield wiper fluid. That's, so, a, that's a real thing. It's a thing. And I, I know it's a thing. I mean, washer fluid. I know. Not, not blinker fluid. Right, but windshield wiper fluid is because mm-hmm. I know there's like this container in the engine area you pour it in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyways. That's so true. It is true. So they, anyways, NASCAR's doing this extensive investigation to determine, uh, you know, how are they going to find this guy? They don't give me a name. But anyways, uh, the driver swears that he purchased the windshield wiper fluid from a local Walmart in Charlotte, and it does, in fact, meet all the NASCAR acceptable guidelines. Side note, the company that produces the windshield is in Cambodia, and so the Cambodian windshield wiper shop has recently been fined for illegally watering down their windshield wiper fluid. Wow. So you're telling me <laughs> they diluted the fluid. So you're telling me that NASCAR <laughs> has a rule of what type of washer fluid they can use in their car. Yes. But here's the thing. No, they don't. Those cars go around so no, fast. They don't. I didn't even think they had windshield wipers. <laughs> well, yes, right? Yes, they do. Because if it rains, they don't stop the race. Well, yeah, I guess. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. But I guess there's a rule about windshield wiper. No, there's fluid. not. No, there you is not. You have to use a certain kind. Well. Oh, it, it's got a minimum d- density to it that they have to. Add but I to. thought you can add, you can use water in that little container, too. <laughs> yeah, <I> can. <laughs> you can. You can. Like, you don't have to have windshield wiper to clean your windshield. Well, if you use water, it I clogs mean, it up. Oh. So you, you're supposed to use windshield wiper fluid. Really? Absolutely. Oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I better go check my never, car. <laughs> never put water in your radiator or well, in your... I know your, that. Or, or in your... Wait, your, don't you have to have some water? What's your reservoir? Reservoir. What is that? That's where you put the fluid, the windshield wiper fluid. Ryan. What? Back. <laughs> <laughs> the kid's like, hey, don't I, come I, here. I don't oh. know. I just know that NASCAR's finding one of their NASCAR drivers. has reinvented the wiper, but it has nothing to do with the washer. Where did you find this? On a website. <laughs> On the internet. And of oh, course, well, it has to be true. <laughs> it's got to be true. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's one of those satire things. I I think somebody got to you. 
great. <laughs> I think somebody got to me. Well, I didn't. I just thought that was kind of silly because why would you put a rule and investigate about windshield wiper fluid? Because he bought it at Walmart. Uh, but why would you buy it at Walmart when you're a NASCAR driver? Well, because Walmart has everything. Yeah, there's a rule. You have to buy it from AutoZone. <laughs> Nuh-uh. What, I mean, <laughs> what difference does it make where he buys it? I don't know, but... And do you really believe the driver went to Walmart and bought it himself? Well, it says that it is illegal as it came from an unsanctioned Cambodian windshield wiper fluid shop. <laughs> I didn't even know. Where is Cambodia anyways? Asia. Isn't it? Right outside it's of Charlotte. Asia. No, this is, it's across the Atlantic, I'm sure. About 100 miles or, or maybe more. it's across the Pacific, the other direction. Yeah, it's 100 miles or more. 100 miles or more. That's right. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, boy. I didn't even know Cambodia had a factory like that, but otherwise. Yeah. Oh, they're known for their windshield wiper fluid. Really? Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. Everybody knows that. You're so full of it. Now I know that's not true. All right, Steph. Thanks. Go sell something. Washer fluid. <laughs> oh, you've got war today. He's on a roll. He's he's got about seventeen websites pulled mm. up. Look, <laughs> uh, he's gonna look for it. Yep. Anyways, I, I will not find it. No, no, you won't. All right, eight twenty-eight. Uh, <laughs> we're right back with Bryce Cherry, the Waco Trib. Next, Cambodia. Really? I don't know. It's Waco Lions football, presented by Bird College and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tuse and me this Friday night as the Lions take on WT White High School at Waco ISD Stadium. Our coverage of Waco Lions football begins at six thirty with the pregame show, the kickoff, and all the action at seven o'clock. It's Waco High and WT White for. Waco ISD Stadium, presented by Bird College and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Baylor fans, looking for a place to stay for the next home game? Camp Fempo Waco is a brand new camping resort located just five miles from McLean Stadium. Bring your RV or book a cabin at Camp Fempo and enjoy on-site amenities like their pool, swim-up bar, water playground, mini golf, and more. To learn more and book your stay, visit campfimpo.com. That's campfimfo.com. Football is back in full swing, and Specs is here to get you geared up for game day. Shop lower prices on all your favorites and expand your lineup with a huge selection of world-class wines, spirits, beers, and gourmet foods. Spex has been fueling Texas tailgates since 1962 as the one-stop shop for gridiron greatness. When it comes to fantastic football feasts, it's down set Specs. The fun starts here. There are several big games in week one of the college football season, including West Virginia at Pittsburgh, Oregon versus Georgia, Cincinnati versus Arkansas, Baylor versus Albany, Utah versus Florida, and Notre Dame versus Ohio State. Raise the bar on your next tailgate with Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods. The fun starts here. 
Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you and your family. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family, whether it be residential or farm and ranch properties. Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. Camille Johnson Realtors is a proud supporter of Baylor Athletics. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Week two of the high school football season is underway with Mark blowing out Marlin 41-6. Tonight, Temple hosts Willis in the game you can hear on Fox Sports Central Texas. Waco High is at home against Dallas W.T. White. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The Big 12 season started last night with Oklahoma State outscoring Central Michigan 58-44 and West Virginia losing to Pittsburgh 38-31. Tonight, TCU plays at Colorado, and Kansas is at home against Tennessee Tech. Mary Harden-Baylor will open its season at home against number 11 Mullenberg College Saturday night with a 6 o'clock kickoff. That game can be heard on Fox Sports Central Texas. And the Baylor Bears are also at home tomorrow night against Albany. Coverage of that game on ESPN Central Texas begins with game time live at 2 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor football, Cowboy football. Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. It's 8.33. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboys. Kyle, good morning. How are you, sir? Fantastic, and I heard there from from Lark and his uh, his Sports Center update that high school football back in full swing. That's that's just music to the ears. I, I got to call a game last night, had one last Saturday, and I know you guys are ramping up for some Temple and some Waco High, and a, lots of different action down there in Central Texas. Yeah, no question, uh, and, and we love it. So yeah, tonight uh, just for your uh, for your information, we'll have Temple and Willis. 
on uh, Fox Sports Central Texas, our sister station. Here on ESPN, we'll have Waco High and uh, Dallas's uh, WT White. And uh, on uh, Star 104.9, we'll have University and Fort Worth Eastern Hills. So we got a we got a full slate of games and then a scoreboard show afterwards. So should be fun. Should be fun. Nice. I like it. What game are you doing? Uh, tonight I've got Frisco Lone Star and Burleson. So that, that'll that be fun just because Burleson, uh, coached by John Kitna, the former mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys in the NFL quarterback, and uh, he makes his return to the star in Frisco against Coach Rayburn, who uh, is is very close. They've they've got kind of a connection back and forth. So that that'll be a lot of fun. I'm I'm excited for that one. You ought to be. Go Elks. <laughs> I knew that yeah, was coming. I was going <laughs> uh, to say somebody on this phone call has a connection to Burleson. I'm not going to say who. <laughs> <laughs> How funny. Ah. Uh, what is your concern level one to ten with with this offensive line? Um, I would probably put it at like an eight, uh, just based off of the fact that if four out of the five guys I have question marks over um, out of your starters, and the only guy you don't is uh, is Zach Martin. So that's where the confidence comes from in the 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 two guys, uh, two points left over of not letting it be a full out 10 for this offensive line, because uh, you don't necessarily know who your left tackle is right now. You, you think, and based off of what Jerry Jones said earlier in the week, you think it's Tyler Smith, your rookie uh, that you drafted out of Tulsa. You're going to slide him over from left guard where he's spent the entire uh, training camp an entire off season working. Uh, you'll move him back to left tackle where he played in his collegiate career so that that's what you feel like the the current plan is now uh at left guard you've got Connor mcgovern i mean you've you've had questions around him tyler biotish sure he's he's had some experience over these last two years but i i don't think you could really look at him and say he's an anchor of your offensive line uh moving forward Zach Martin, and then Terrence Steele, who has also not been an anchor consistently throughout his career. Now, he's had a great offseason. He proved last year that he could certainly be a starter in the NFL, but I still think there's a lot left to prove for Terrence Steele. So the the concern is out there. I just uh, I, I think it's, it's higher now, especially without Tyron Smith and without uh, another name in the fold necessarily. Then how in the world do you run the ball uh, with Zeke, like Jerry Jones says this team needs to do? Now here, here's the good thing about that is the fact that Connor McGovern, Connor McGovern specifically, is a better run blocker than he is a pass blocker. Tyler Smith, better run blocker. It's Tyler Biotish, better run blocker. At least all of those guys, the strength for them is moving downhill, moving forward, because that's that's the difference between run blocking and pass blocking is if you're run blocking, you're moving downhill. If you're pass blocking, you're backing up uh, at, at least in the, in the NFL sense of the term. But I, I think right now you feel a lot more comfortable with those guys going downhill and, and running and paving the way uh, more so than you do having them in open space. Cause that's, that's the biggest concern I think with Tyler Smith right now, he had, 16 holding penalties in his collegiate career uh, at the tackle spot, because when he's out on an Island, uh, he would get beaten. He would get, 
in conversations earlier this week with with Nate Newton, uh, former Cowboys offensive lineman, he said lazy feet. That's that's why he would get the penalties. Is he had he would call it lazy feet, and he would back up, and he wouldn't necessarily have the right type of footwork for it to be uh, successful. So I, I really think that's where you feel comfortable is running the football, letting these guys get the the ground game going. But either way. Uh, I think you're going to have some concerns on this offensive front. Kyle, should should you f- feel really good about the wide receiver depth and, and what they have to work with CeeDee Lamb? Uh, I think you feel better about the top end of that depth chart. Uh, at least going back to 2018, this really feels like it's the first year without like a big two or three names up at the top of the depth chart that are, are going to be at the wide receiver spot. Uh, I, I really think C.D. Lamb specifically completely flips that from the, the wide receiver committee that they had in 2018. You have a an established guy up there at the top of the depth chart that you can trust and you can rely on. Um, so, so either way, you, you feel much better than you did a couple years ago at that position. However, you still don't have Michael Gallup. You're, you don't have James Washington. I mean, both of those guys are going to miss at least the first couple weeks of the season. James Washington going on IR uh, will miss at least four games this season. Uh, Michael Gallup has not been put on IR, nor has he been put on PUP, so they expect him to return in the first four weeks of the season. That's a huge plus for this team. But outside of that, I, I think the, the preseason did a good job of showing that you do have some serviceable talent underneath C.D. Lamb, and that's Jalen Tolbert, Dennis Houston, Simi Fehoko, um, uh, Noah Brown specifically, I think, had a fantastic preseason. I think everybody should be uh, excited about what they have in Noah Brown moving forward. So there's there's multiple ways that you can look at this wide receiver core, but at least having C.D. Lamb as that cherry on top, it makes things feel much, much better moving into the regular season. I'm going to take you back to the offensive line. Uh, give me some odds mm-hmm. on Jason Peters being on this roster on opening day. I think the odds are pretty good. Uh, I, I think there's a chance that, it, and even if it's not Jason Peters, I, I think they're going to make a move. Because we were even talking with Mike McCarthy a couple days ago, and he was asked the question, what uh, – what what's the the possibility that uh, they go get a veteran? What what is that even uh, in the playing cards? Is that even in the 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 future for this team? And he said, "Stay tuned." And that was that was his only answer. The two words, "Stay tuned," and it, it spoke and he spoke it with a smirk as well. So I, I think they're going to add somebody. And, and Peters was in the star yesterday. I know that was confirmed, and they they had the meeting. Uh, I think if he passes his physical. I think there's a chance that, that he is on the roster if they even get to that point. I, I know numbers certainly uh, play a big factor to it as well. But I, I think if if you're a Cowboys fan and you want some kind of addition up front, from a veteran standpoint, I, I think Jason Peters is, is one of those guys that you could maybe count on being on this roster moving into the regular season. Is, is he is he, If he comes in, is he coming in to play or is he coming in – to, to give you a, a viable backup? Uh, I think the the thought process there is he's going to come in and play. I mean, even last year with Chicago, uh, he was given plenty of opportunity. He started 15 games last year for the Bears. Uh, and it was one season outside of Philadelphia. Now, 
he is 41 years old. So it's not like you're getting an automatic upgrade from Tyron Smith and you're getting a guy who's going to come in and be a mauler on the offensive line. But he's, he's had a history of, okay, here's an injury here. He hasn't practiced on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, maybe he's going to be uh, in a, he's going to be inactive going into the game. Oh, by the way, here he is there. Uh, he's ready to go. And, and uh, he ends up being uh, a fantastic player up front. I, I think that you're going to see the same sort of, sort of deal. He probably won't practice a ton. He might have some minor injuries moving throughout the regular season, but ultimately he's going to be active and he's going to be a, a guy you can rely on on the left side of that line of scrimmage, which uh, you don't necessarily have at the moment. We didn't see a whole lot of the linebacker death or the starters in the preseason. Is that still the biggest question mark for this defense? Where is the linebacking core? I think you feel a lot better with the addition of Anthony Barr. Um, and we didn't get a chance to see him a lot because uh, he was getting used to the system. He's kind of getting his legs underneath him, ramping up for the regular season. You got a, you got a small sample size in that final preseason game against Seattle. But if you put Leighton Vanderesh, you put Micah Parsons, and you put uh, you, you put Anthony Barr into that mix at linebacker. And I'll, I'll even J. Ron Curse in there too, because Curse plays that hybrid safety linebacker role where he kind of comes down and plays in the box more often than not. If you put those guys in a blender at the linebacker spot, I think you feel really good about the second level. Uh, I think Leighton Vanderesh, should he stay healthy, uh, is is primed and ready for a big time season after he had 17 games played last year, and he really got stronger as the year went along. I think he's ready for a next step here in 2022. Uh, also, I, I really like the development that you've seen from Jabril Cox. Um, uh, you've got Luke Giffords back on the roster. Devin Harper flashed in the preseason. I actually think linebacker from it being a uh, a depth question in the regular, or excuse me, in the off season, moving into the preseason. I think they've done a nice job, especially with the signing of Barr, to sure up what they do have up at the top half of that roster. I think there's six, maybe if you count Jaron Curse, seven guys that are going to be in the mix there, a linebacker that are going to have some success. Cavante Turpin, is it true that he may have a familiar number come uh, next week? <laughs> yeah, it's a familiar number to the offensive side of the football. Now, I will say the number nine isn't going to look the same on Cavante Turpin standing at five foot nine that it did on Tony Romo. Let's just say it's it's going to look completely different, I think, on Turpin uh, than than Romo did with Romo's size and of course the position at quarterback. I mean, it's a little bit different than Cavante Turpin wearing it as a returner and, and as a wide receiver, but. He will be wearing the number nine. He's the first uh, first big number change of the off season, and I know I know Cowboys fans love the number changes. That's a that's a big deal for Cowboys Nation. So yeah, that's that's the first one, and the Tony Romo fans a little up in arms. Is, are you up in arms, Ward, or did that did I hear a little a little tongue in cheek there? For no, I, I I I think it's awesome. I want to see I want to see him in number nine. Yes. I think he would look good in nine. Now, I liked the two because he, he wore two at TCU. Right, he did. Um, and and it always looked real clean. But I, I, I know that Jordan Lewis has that number locked up, and I don't think they want to keep the double numbers. It will be unusual to see number nine out on the wide outer or return. 
I'm trying to think on who who has worn nine. I mean, for the Cowboys, it hasn't happened. But who has worn nine as like a a wide receiver in the past? I don't really. I'm not coming up with anybody. I can't remember one either, Kyle. At the NFL level, uh, maybe collegiately, there was a couple guys. Hey, Kyle, uh, man, uh, we appreciate your time. Next week is game week, and we uh, look forward to diving into this thing as we get ready for the uh, Buccaneers right here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, and we'll talk about it next Friday, man. Thanks for your time today. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And, yeah, game week coming up. Looking forward to it. Should be a whole lot of fun. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Have a good call tonight. Hey, that is uh, Kyle Yeomans from the uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, broadcast team. It's 846. We're right back with more in just a moment. The Robinson Coaches Show with Mike Ludlow is brought to you by Frontier Waste Solutions, Rocket Cafe, and Triple S Sports. Coach, coming off a 17-15 win over University last Friday, good way to start the season. Talk a little bit about the game. Did some good things early. Got an early score. Uh, we're in the red zone first drive and had a couple things happen, didn't finish it. And, I mean, it was the first game with a lot of youth on the field for us. It was um, it was an ugly win, but it was a win. You don't get style points for wins like that, you know. <laughs> so we found a way in the end of it, shot ourselves in the foot in the red zone quite a few times. Um, we're, we're working on getting that cleaned up right now. But, but yeah, the, the big thing about it was our defense played their tails off. And uh, we kind of struggled early on running the ball. Um, we kind of found our groove, wore them down a little bit. And in the fourth quarter, we were able to just kind of grind it out. And uh, we got into a four-minute drill and, and pounded it to end the game until we were, we were able to take a knee. So, um, you know, kids stayed the course, didn't freak out. Uh, no matter what was going on, they, they stuck to the plan. And when it came down to the end, we were able to execute and just, just do what we needed to to get the job done. Now, tonight you're at home against Caldwell. Talk a little bit about this Caldwell team, first of all, defensively. Caldwell is uh, very <laughs> – very multiple when it comes to their defense. Um, they've lined up in an odd front. They've lined up in an even look. They've lined up in a little bit of everything. So we're having to be a little bit prepared for everything um, to make sure that, that we know what fronts we're going to get and everything else. So it's a good thing that we're, um, you know, we've, we've kind of seen a little bit of everything from the teams we've scrimmaged so far and the teams that we've played. So for them being as multiple as they are on defense, it's um, – it's going to be an interesting week there, game plan wise. Offensively, they'll get into some some power spread looks with the H back. They've got a big defensive lineman that uh, he's a big old boy, man. He's athletic for his size too. That they'll play at that H back spot and flip him back there. They'll flip him out in the flat some and everything else as well. They'll put a hand down tight end every now and then. But they're they're really multiple on each side of the ball, and it's just one of those that we have to have to be ready for a little bit of everything from them, to be honest with you. It's, it's one of those that's frustrating when you're watching film and trying to figure out exactly what they want to do and where they want to be because they change on you so much. ESPN Central Texas. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. 
Brazos Golf and Battery is locally owned battery sales specialist in Robinson. They carry new and refurbished auto, commercial, lawnmower, marine, RV, and power sport batteries. And at better prices than any of the national chains. Need your battery check? Visit Tommy. He'll do it for free. They also carry new and used golf carts, cart accessories, and do custom golf carts. Shop local. Brazos Golf and Battery on Highway 77 in Robinson. Look them up on Facebook or Google Brazos Golf and Battery. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special. Two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns. And the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. And daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burgers with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball! An agent for 31 years, Joe Wimpy Agency, Farmers Insurance, has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, and retirement planning. And Joe is proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was a Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo plays baseball there. Call or text Joe Wimpy Agency, Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. That's 972-771-8051. 8051. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 8.52, and uh, we do have football coming up tonight. This is game day. Ward, uh, Temple, and Willis, this this will be a good one over on Fox tonight at 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 kick. Yeah, I think it's going to be a real good game. You're looking at the number one rated or number two rated, depending on who you ask, quarterback in the 2024 class, right now committed to A&M. Don't know if that will last. Don't know if it won't last. You never know with, with kids right now. But, uh, you know, put up video game numbers last week, see if the Temple <laughs> defense can slow him down and see if – just like Greg said, if that Temple offense can find a little bit of rhythm this week. Uh, the uh, University Trojans and the Waco Lions both, Ryan, looking for that first win, and they've got, they both got opportunities tonight. Yes, absolutely. Um, again, Eastern Hills, they got a big win last week against Dallas Madison, 39-7. to So, But 
Coach Laster talking with them. He feels good about the defense of the Trojans, and we'll we'll see how they play tonight in Fort Worth. All right, 6.30 for the university broadcast on 104.9 FM, 6.30 for the broadcast for Waco High right here on ESPN Central Texas, 7 o'clock for the broadcast time on uh, Fox Sports Central Texas for Temple and Willis. All right, and then the scoreboard show here on ESPN Central Texas after the ball game. Uh, let's see. That is going to do it for us. Don't forget, John's at three, Matt's at four, and we will see you on Monday. Yes, we will. We'll see you on Monday at 7 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas.